0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started, I want to share a quick message from another amazing podcast I know your kids will love. Hey, grownups. It's Meg from StoryPillar. This is for you. Do you like stories and learning about new places? For this story, we have to travel to Megalia. How about being silly? I don't want your butt germs. And when something tough happens, maybe with a friend, could you use some advice? I can do that if I want because I'm not hurting you. I'm not being mean. Then check out Story Pillar, a podcast where we tackle sticky situations, hear stories from all over the world, and pick up tips from you, our listeners. More info at (laughs) storypillar.com. Now let's get started with some shout-outs. Sam Maxfield from Appleton, Wisconsin is a big fan. Sam, I think if you were in the stories, you'd be master of the superhero dojo, where you help young superheroes harness their powers and use them for good. Thanks for listening, Sam. And Cohen, Jack, and Olive from Minnesota like to listen to the stories. I think if you three were characters in the stories, you'd be founders of the animal dojo where you and your fellow ninjas perfect the magical art of transforming into animals. Thanks for listening, Cohen, Jack, and Olive. Today's episode is titled, Don't Throw the Baby, Part 2. Captain Opalbeard and her crew had successfully captured Captain Badguts and his unruly gang. Now it was time to deliver them to the nearest island town and hand them over to the local authorities. The crew made sure the prisoners were securely transferred to the town council, ensuring that justice would be served. While at the bustling island town, they decided to part with most of the stolen loot they had confiscated from the Bad Guts ship. Some items were sold to eager buyers, and others were generously given to those in need. If they were able to figure out where the loot had been stolen from, they put it on a transport ship and sent it where it belonged. Captain Opalbeard and her crew kept what was needed and paid themselves well. But their ultimate goal was to crush the network of pirates that plagued this region and do their best to get people their stolen things back. As they set sail once more, their sights were set on a new mission, tracking down another pirate ship that had been stealing and wrecking stuff in the region. The wind filled their sails and they were filled with determination. But just as they ventured into the vast ocean, their plans were thwarted. Emerging from the horizon was the menacing silhouette of Captain Gruber's ship. A huge black ship with black sails that seemed to swallow the sunlight. On its deck stood Captain Gruber himself, a sinister figure with a menacing grin. Prepare for battle, me hardies!" Captain Opalbeard shouted as they readied their cannons. The two pirate ships clashed on the turbulent seas. Cannons roared and cannonballs soared through the sky, leaving trails of smoke and destruction in their wake. But Captain Opalbeard had a strategy that she had employed many times before. Ready the hooks and ropes, she ordered. Aubrey led the crew down to the deck where they stood ready with heavy grappling hooks attached to long, thick ropes. This was a strategy that Captain Opalbeard and Aubrey employed often. They would sail right alongside the other ship and throw grappling hooks to pull the ships together. Then they could board the enemy ship and control it. However, this time Captain Gruber took a wild approach. Just after Aubrey and the crew threw the hooks over to Gruber's ship, Gruber told his cannons to fire at point-blank range right into Opal Beard's boat. Normally, this strategy would be too risky. Blasting cannons at another ship so close would certainly damage Gruber's ship as well. But since his ship was so much bigger, and because he was crazy, he didn't care. Four side-mounted cannons fired, blasting huge cannonballs right into Opalbeard's ship, damaging it badly. Opalbeard's ship became limp in the water, helplessly carried along by Captain Gruber's larger vessel, thanks to the now-secure grappling hooks and ropes. Panic surged among the crew as they realized their precarious situation. With the ships locked together, pirates from both sides scrambled aboard each other's vessels, launching into a chaotic hand-to-hand battle. Swords clashed and shouts filled the air as the rival crews fought in a desperate struggle for supremacy. Captain Opalbeard found herself locked in a fierce sword fight with Captain Gruber himself. Their blades clashed, sending sparks flying as they fought for control of the situation and the precious diamond cat statue that Gruber coveted. Captain Gruber growled, Give me the cat statue, Opalbeard, and we'll spare your crew. Aubrey was wrestling Gruber's crew members nearby, and he heard the captain demand the cat statue. He realized that if Gruber wanted the statue bad enough to attack them, it must be more valuable than they previously suspected. Captain Opalbeard realized this as well. She turned to Aubrey. Get the statue! She yelled, right before assaulting Gruber, with a flurry of sword strikes that knocked him to the ground. Aubrey broke free from the pirates he was knocking around and rushed into the captain's quarters where he knew Opalbeard kept the statue. But he was not alone. Following him was Miss Sweetiebug, the sorceress cat with a red cloak. As Aubrey turned to leave Opalbeard's quarters and rejoin the fight, he saw Sweetiebug blocking the door. "Hand over the statue, boy, and perhaps I'll spare you," the talking cat rasped. In this moment, Aubrey realized a few things. First of all, Opalbeard's ship was toast. If they did not somehow capture Gruber's ship, then they were dead in the water. Second, Gruber and Sweetiebug were not interested in anything else. Only the cat statue. And if this magical talking cat wanted it, then it clearly had some kind of superpower. They had to keep this statue at all costs no matter what. Before he could reply, Sweetiebug lost her patience and revealed a magic wand from her cloak. She began blasting and blasting at Aubrey. This room was small, and Aubrey couldn't dodge these attacks forever. He made a bold move and lunged right at the magical cat, nearly catching a blast in the face. He knocked the wand from Sweetiebug's paw, and when she scrambled to get it off the floor, Aubrey grabbed an empty sack nearby and slammed it down over the cat. The sorceress cat hissed and shrieked in wild anger inside the cloth sack, and Aubrey cinched the opening holding it out by his side as Sweetiebug tried to claw her way out. Without her wand, her magical powers were limited, but she was still a formidable enemy and was not going to give up without a fight. With the cat statue in one hand and the sack containing Sweetiebug in the other, Aubrey dashed out onto the deck of the ship where the intense battle raged on. Captain Opalbeard, now aboard Captain Gruber's ship, shouted to Aubrey, Aubrey, what are you doing? I've got the statue, Aubrey yelled back, and a really angry cat. Opalbeard knew the cat. Her reputation was widespread among pirate crews. That's Sweetiebug, the sorceress cat, she screamed down to Aubrey. You gotta get out of here. Take a lifeboat and go ahead of us. I'm gonna sink us all out here and we'll catch up on land. Aubrey didn't want to leave Opalbeard, but drastic times call for drastic measures. Aubrey dropped a lifeboat down into the water and asked a nearby crewmate to hand his sisters down to the boat so they could get out of there. As usual, Aubrey had told his little sister Thea to look after their baby sister Roz during the battle. Before Aubrey jumped down to the lifeboat, Thea mentioned, Hey, your cat's getting out, pointing to the sack. Sweetiebug had been clawing furiously and was about ready to cut her way out of the sack with her sharp claws. Quickly, Aubrey dropped the sack into a little empty barrel and twisted on the lid. He held it under his arm and jumped off Olpa Beard's ship down into the little rowboat bobbing in the water. Thea picked up little baby Roz and prepared to toss her down to Aubrey. Don't throw the baby! Aubrey yelled up. Thea grumbled and held baby Roz in her arms as a crewmate lowered them both down to Aubrey with a rope. As Aubrey frantically rowed back to shore, he heard Opalbeard yelling in the distance. Ready the cannons, fire at will. Get ready for a swim. A moment later, Opalbeard's damaged ship, still attached to Gruber's ship with hooks and ropes, fired every cannon they had right into the side of Gruber's ship. With both ships being right up against each other, this would assure the destruction of Opalbeard's ship. The crush, and it began sinking, pulling Gruber's ship down with it. Gruber's ship was now too damaged to break free, and soon all the pirates realized they needed to jump ship. Aubrey pushed and pulled the oars of the little rescue boat he and his sisters were in. They needed to get to land before Sweetiebug was able to get out of the barrel. Aubrey, can I pet your new cat? asked Thea, exploring the barrel for an opening. No, 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 Thea, don't open the barrel. It's a bad cat, said Aubrey. A bad cat? asked Thea, disappointed that she wasn't getting a new cat. Yeah, yeah, bad, bad cat. Here, hold on to this one. Aubrey handed Thea the cat statue, and she was amused, for now. Aubrey looked back and saw Opal Beard's ship and Gruber's ship now half submerged in the water. Splashes all around the sinking ships were pirates and crewmates, swimming their way back to the port town to continue their battle. Aubrey tried to think of a plan while rowing. He needed to get the cat statue to a safe place, and he needed to contain Sweetiebug, who was still screeching, hissing, and scratching inside the barrel. He hoped they got to land before she found a way out of there. The End Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and things to Kids Stories Podcast at gmail.com. Adios.